So he told us previously that everything that we do needs to fit into our mission statement, our purpose here in life, in this world. And so I think this is related to that idea. He continues and he says, so it turns out according to what we've learned that the primary existence of a person in this world is only in order to fulfill mitzvahs and to serve God, meaning to try and create that connection to God that he wants us to have with him, and to be able to persevere through the tests of life. And the pleasures of this world are, what are they for? So what's the, what's the point of this world? So this is really connected, and seems to be very much related to the second perspective on how we look at the world, which is that life is a battle, right? That the world, that life is a battle. So he says, if, if life is a battle and everything's a test, so then what are the pleasures of the world for? Okay, so how does that fit into my purpose? So is it the pleasures of the world something just to run away from and I should, I should live, like a, live like a monk? He says, the pleasures of this world, what are they for? They're only really fitting to be used as an, as an aid and as an assistance in, um, in your goal. In order that a person can have nachas ruach, he can, he can feel at ease. The yishuv adas, you can have a settled mind, you can be calm, settled, in order that you can be able to focus yourself on your purpose in this world, which is incumbent upon you. Okay, so it's interesting. So this, is, this is a very, very important concept, is that, is that the, the luxuries in this world are not a goal to chase after. And if a person is chasing after luxuries, they become a tremendous distraction to a person, pulling a person away um, from really what they're doing in the world. So then what's the point of them? Is it just to be, is just something, is, is just a test to stay away from? He says, well, to the extent that you can use them. Look, it's certainly the, the case that if a person feels calm and feels, and feels like they have a settled mind, that they can focus on what they're doing much better, as opposed to being constantly stressed out and distracted. He says, so what's the real purpose of the things, the pleasures in, the, in, in this world? He says, really, you use them to the, every person is different. You have to know what do you need, okay? So if it's something that I need, which will help me to focus on my goal, in life, and I can actually, if I if I if I have an if I have a nice house, and that gives me a certain calm and focus, and I feel comfortable, and that I use that then to be able to focus myself on what I'm doing in the world, then that's exactly what it's for. But when it becomes and when it becomes a goal in and of itself, and something which actually it's very these things are very very sticky. You get stuck in them, and they pull you after them, and it, it starts consuming you. So then that's taking you away. If it's if it's if you're using it just to create for yourself the sense of calm and well-being and order in your life that you need in order to, to focus on your real purpose here, then that's all good. Okay? So he says, but however, it is fitting for a person that, to, that their, their entire focus should really be on their relationship that they're trying to build with the Creator. Okay? And there should be no other purpose in anything that a person does, whether it's big or, big or small, except to draw, draw oneself close to the, to the source and to break all of the separations that are between you and the Creator is that everything, anything which is which is blocking you from the Creator, then you should want you should want to just to smash those things, right? Everything is to I want to smash down the things that are holding me back from connecting to God and get rid of them. I want to get closer and closer and closer. And these are the the different matters of material, physical things in this, in this world and the things that depend upon them, right? So that they can, if you end up getting wrapped up in them, is those things will block you from Hashem. Until a person gets totally drawn after them, um, the same way, um, sorry, until the person gets drawn after God, right? So you want to actually 
working on yourself and developing the proper perspective on what this world is for and being so focused on your spiritual goals that you act goals as you grow it actually becomes that you are drawn after god you're attracted to it literally the way that that iron is pulled after a magnet and every and anything that a person thinks could be some means to draw them close to get this closeness with God, if this is something which can help me in my mission, then run after it and grab onto it and don't let it go. And anything that you think that this could actually block you from getting close to God, block you from your purpose in this world, then run away as fast as you can like you would run away from a fire. Okay? Like it says in Tehillim, it says, King David says, my soul is my soul is clinging, clinging after you. Okay? you because you supported my right hand. Okay, since the only reason a person comes into the world is for this purpose, that's what you're doing here. You're not here to eat hamburgers. This is what you're here for, okay, to achieve this closeness, which is incumbent upon a person. And so, so you definitely want to get away from anything which is going to hold you back from this. And then he concludes the chapter here by saying the, the following, that after we know and we have clarified for ourselves this principle, we have it clear, okay, we have it very, very clear, and we're working on integrating that this is what we're here for. He says, so now, so that's, that's the first chapter, meaning that's the, the general overview. Because now we have to investigate the details according to the different, the different levels from the beginning of the matter until the end. And as the same way, as I mentioned in the introduction, that Rabbi Pinchas ben Yoir, that one of the great sages of the, of the, of the Gemara in the Mishnaic period, is that he, ta- he taught us that the way the ladder of spiritual growth has certain rungs to it, and each rung we have to acquire for ourselves a particular um, character trait. He says, and this, the, these are the following. Okay, he says, Zihirus, um, which means um, aware, awareness. Number one, the truth is he, start, he, he doesn't mention the first one. He says, Torah, Torah learning is the first step. But then he says, the rungs on the ladder of Torah learning brings you to Zihirus, which is, which is um, awareness, which brings you to Alacrity, which brings you to cleanliness, which brings you to separation, which brings you to purity, which brings you to um, to great righteousness, which brings you to humility, which brings you to fear of sin, which brings you to holiness. Okay, each one of these obviously has has chapters on them. Okay, and so he explains what each one means, and now we'll explain each one with help from heaven.